the drug addiction, homelessness. Uh, it's just, it really is worrisome. You think, can, can you make a difference? I mean, can we make a difference? And that goes back, and I wanted Dr. Thomas to hang out with us because I think it goes back to faith. And, um, uh, you know, this, Dr. Krause was kidding me about, you know, running for re-election. And, and I had thought about not running. And I'll tell you what turned me around, Bart. I was painting my house. Painting your house. Painting my house next door. You know, I bought my mom's home. So my house is, I've got it under contract. Hopefully this guy closes out in the next couple of weeks. He'd probably sell it if somebody wanted it. It's a, a doctor out of Kentucky. And, uh, man, I was painting the back bedroom and I'm thinking about my dad. You know, my dad was really a hard guy, but he's a principled guy. And um thought about all those missions he flew in, in that B-17, the time he got shot down, the time he crash landed twice the times he's seen his fellow airmen because he would tell me when you see that plane go down those are I think it was a, a, the 10 men going down they're gone and he was barely able to get out of the plane i think the pilot um you know went down with the aircraft but then you think of what was there fifty-eight thousand three hundred vietnam vets or vietnam guys that were 22 years old bart 22 and i started thinking about them guys and i thought they couldn't come home. They couldn't say, Mom, I'm going to go back home. And that that got me thinking. I thought, man, I got to tough it out. Yeah, you're going to get called names. You're going to get called a racist. You're going to get called this and that. But you didn't lose your leg. You didn't get burnt like my friend Freddie Hahn blown out of a Humvee. And um, that's the battle the Lord's put me in. And I like the story of David because if you – yeah, look at David. David ran at the battle. He didn't zigzag. He didn't hide behind rocks. He he ran straight at the battle. And um, so I think we've got to just have that boldness mm-hmm. and that fight. But it's hard. It's hard to, you to know, it's that balance. It, how do, it, how do you, it going. it's just sometimes that Christian walk is hard. You know, it you is. want to be kind and forgiving to people, but you also want to be direct and you want to get your message out there and you want to make an impact because, mm-hmm. The future of this country is at stake. It's yeah. at stake with this next generation. And Reagan talked about that, you know. And I'll how, tell you what. How do we, how do we get the, together? How do we get people back together? Because we are either <laughs> one extreme or the other. We're not any in the middle. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing that I think is compounding the, the, the issues and problems is you mentioned this earlier is unplugging from the media, the, yeah. the news feeds and all that stuff. And you know what? I think that. I was sharing this with some friends and my brother the other day. I think that these social media feeds, whether it be Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever it be, YouTube or whatever, um, I think those feeds are subconsciously impacting people's values, the words they speak, their thoughts, their beliefs, what what they find to be important in life. It's almost like instead of being influenced by other strong men or women yeah. that have wisdom, yeah. you know, we're, we're getting conditioned and our brains are getting yeah. molded to what's fed to us on these screens yes. that people are just staring yeah. at, you know? So I, I'm, I'm glad that I've realized that about myself and it's, and it's across the board. We're talking kids as young as five, yeah. all the way up until mid age and, and older, older folks. And, um, if you're spending a good amount of time with your eyes glued to a screen uh, you're letting a lot of information, and like I said, I use the word subconsciously. You don't even know how it's impacting your behavior because yeah. it's a flood yeah. of all of this stuff. And a lot of times, Mike, it's unhealthy information oh, that you're getting. You know, well, look at the whole young generation. That's all they're getting. You know, I had a. In, that's had all. You're right. That's it. In my my this class, I just finished digital media class, and uh, really like my instructor. It's kind of odd because he's like a TikTok celebrity. And we banned TikTok from being used at, at on campus with the state universities. So it's a little odd me in this class, okay? But one of the students, he, it was kind of neat. The young man, Izzy, Izzy is his name, Izzy. And um, he said, well, why are you telling him he can talk about TikTok if, if you vote against them to use TikTok? I said, well, there's a thing called the First Amendment. It's first for a reason. It ain't second, third, fourth, or fifth. It's first for a reason. He can talk about it. He can share that influence because TikTok's not going away. You know, you can try to ban it, whatever. It's not going away. And, um, and so 
I was talking about the First Amendment, and I started got to share my faith. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, the First Amendment, the right to worship, freedom of symbol, freedom of speech. And um, I said, I'm a Christian. I said, I'm going to talk about my faith. And I said, there's nothing going to shut me down, mm-hmm. uh, except maybe a bullet, and it's going to take two or three to, to shut me down. And, um, and I think a couple of students kind of like what I said. So I had a girl come up to me in class the other, other day because these good thing these this next generation they don't watch the news they don't watch two four and five, and um, you know what one of them told me they get the news from. What's that? This is crazy. They said a uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, Are the you cartoon, kidding? and I'm like, what? And the students kind of laughed. You know, they were serious. They were serious. And what but what it is? It's kind of interesting. It's 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 the cartoon SpongeBob SquarePants. If you some of y'all remember, and it is a funny cartoon. Let's just let's. It's funny. I mean, okay. But they'll do the little fish, and it's spell, It's talking about news. Mm-hmm. And it's really mm-hmm. fascinating to me. But here's what's so cool. She came down, and she's the brightest student in the class. Um, uh, I hope she don't mind me sharing her name. Sweta Nepal is her name. She's from Nepal, the country. And she came up to me, and she said, just want to let you know I'm studying Christianity. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, okay, because I'm assuming she's maybe Hindu because she's Indian descent or Nepal descent, and my instructor's from India. And I said, what sets you apart from all these other students? Because she is like the, the, the top of the class. I mean, very engaging. But here's what I call, you, you believe in spiritual confirmation, right? Here's what's interesting, Bart. I just wrote an article mm-hmm. about leadership lapses, and I tied it in the Dale Carnegie program. Dale Carnegie program is effective, okay? It talks about relationships and, and these areas. And um, I said, what has set you apart? Guess what she said? She said, I guess it's because I went through the Dale Carnegie program. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. I mean, that day, so I called Dean Urban, the top guy, which he's, you know, of college business and well, retired now, but still on. He goes, and he got excited, you know, and he says, Mike, we've had 5,500 students go through the Dale Carnegie program. So what I've kind of proposed to Dr. McPhee and, and some others is let's do a grant for elected officials across the state, mm-hmm. whether you're a school board or county commissioner or city councilman that they could go through the Dale Carnegie program. Maybe it's through a Zoom, whether you're in Memphis or Dixon or Bucksnord or wherever. And somehow we split the difference because I do think Dale Carnegie, I went through it when I was 33. I do think it's effective to help with relationships. But guess what? That little girl is now my intern. Interesting. That's cool. She's coming to the Capitol. It's just like that protester over Nathan Bedford become my intern. And how do you explain that? Mm-hmm. I mean, those are what I call God wink moments. I promise you, political science classes just don't, they don't teach that. Right. You're right about that. Well, you know, you were mentioning about uh, the Bob SquarePants and about that as a source of news. What people don't stop and think about, maybe they don't know about, is that if you look toward regular media, licensed radio stations, TV stations, if they do bad news, impartial news, wrong news, they are fined huge amounts of dollars and sometimes put off the air. Mm-hmm. Really? I yeah. mean, and you That's didn't know point. that? Yeah. They don't teach you that? I mean, has that happened recently? Any cases recently? Oh, more yes. Credible. There's, a, there's yeah. a license. Uh, there's some folks up in uh, New York City that just got fined $2 million dollars uh, and that's in court right now. Not to play devil's advocate. Well, how come NPR is still on there? Yeah, that's biased. <laughs> how come CNN is still on there? It's biased. Um, now, Channel 5. Dr. But I'm Krause not saying they're, they're not about, biased. Yeah. I'm saying they have to supposedly cover all issues. Yes. And, and well, certain standards that they're held yeah. to that, like, social media can kind of just do whatever yeah, it wants exactly. to do. That's There's right. no checks and balances yes, on any yes, of it. Yes, yes, Well, you know, Dr. Krause kids me, and Brian kids me about being a critical of the media. But the good thing, the fake news, there is fake news. There's fake news. I've seen fake news. It's come against me. My my TV news pro- professor, talking about irony, uh, Bart, uh, it was uh, Dan Eschenfelder. He says, man, what the media is doing to you is unethical. I had a campaign. They literally just made up stuff. Said I said teachers made too. I never said teachers made too much money. Pure propaganda. I mean, it's propaganda. Mm. But then I had to take off. But here's where God had a plan. He kept telling me about low pay of adjunct professors. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't care about adjunct professors. I, didn't, I thought they made about fifty grand. He goes, "What do you think? What do you think I make?" I said, "About fifty thousand." He goes, "I'll make eighteen thousand dollars this year." I was like, "Really?" And that's probably teaching a full load of classes yeah, too. And so I had to take off class, <laughs> and I called uh, somebody because I was going to take on the issue of 
low-pav adjuncts. I was going to create a video, like a news story, and somebody told me to interview Dr. Krause. And I didn't know Dr. Krause. I went and interviewed him at Motlow and interviewed Dean Fitch, you know, Elizabeth Fitch, mm -hmm. and talked about the low pay and this and that, the disconnect. But and I run a resolution, and I called out the president's pay raise of $56,000. I had Democrats, Republicans stand with me, and they got a raise later. And my video, if you go to YouTube, type in um, low pay of adjunct professors, it should be there. Um, but the point I'm making is the if it wasn't for the fake news, if mm -hmm. it wasn't for the media and the propaganda, that's what's made me go back. And I'm like, I'm like, heck no, you ain't doing this to me. Mm -hmm. Check out my Tennessee ledger, check out issues of faith. And that's why I'm, I'm learning journalism and communication. Cause that's fake news. It, it gets me upset. It, it'll make you question everything that comes across. And you. we need to question. Yeah, we should. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we, cause we, that's what we need to know. We need to, we need to know both sides of issues. Yes. Know the issues on both sides and make up our own mind Amen. from those. Yeah. We will be right back. Stay with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rutherford County, it's Rick and Bubba, and we are pumped to be on WGNS. Be sure to join us weekdays, noon till 2, right here. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Premier Six Theater on Broad in Jackson Heights. Let's all go to the movies. Let's Check out what's showing at MurfreesboroMovies.com. Popcorn popped fresh daily. Premier Six on Broad in Jackson Heights. Rutherford County is one of the fastest growing communities in Tennessee. This is Mike Klassen, the general manager at Middle Point Landfill. As a class one landfill, Middle Point accepts non-hazardous municipal solid waste, approved special waste, and commercial waste. We have served this. Frenches, the name to trust. Frenches, depend on us. Frenches, a great selection too. We take pride in That's French's Shoes and Boots, 1837 South Church Street in Murfreesboro. This is Kim Dunaway from Sunshine Nutrition Center. You hear me on Monday mornings at 720 talking about how to lead a healthier lifestyle. We carry supplements, personal care, and grocery items at both our Murfreesboro and Smyrna locations, family owned and operated since 1989. Two powerful FM signals, one AM signal, and online at WGNSRadio.com means that you can listen to us anywhere. AM, FM, online. We're back again, continuing the conversation. Mike Sparks with us. Dr. Thomas has uh, remained. We appreciate that. And we are continuing. This is Rutherford Issues, and we are focusing on Rutherford County. While we're talking about Rutherford County, just uh, a bit of the... We had mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast that the General Assembly begins in a few weeks. Yes, uh, one of the big issues that impacts Rutherford County is the impact Growth. fees. Uh, yeah. are, are, how is that looking now? I'm not sure. We had a meeting last week. It was a good meeting. Um, the chamber kind of held, uh, kind of hosted that. Um, and with our delegation, Shane Reeves kind of helped orchestrate that. Explain uh, to the public well, what that, that is impact, so we can like understand. If you go it. to build a home, uh, you're going to pay. You're going to pay an impact tax. You call it a fee, whatever. It's a tax. Mm -hmm. um, the general. What assembly, is the purpose for it? Well, it, it's to offset growth, the cost of growth with schools, fire, police, infrastructure, jails. So for people moving into the area, and they buy a new house, yeah. they uh, would pay for the kids pay, going to school, pay for the police, yeah. pay it for sound, fire. It sounds great. But it sounds great. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, we got several county commissioners are listening, and it sounds great. Let's just raise taxes, you know. Well, I but it's only it's only on those people who bought. Well, yeah, but Bart, here's what it does: when you when you raise taxes, it it off it everything goes, is going to go up. I mean, you got a new home, you're like, let's just 
place on this guy from California, place $10,000 impact tax, $5,000 tax. Well, all of a sudden, the, the house at 60 years old just went up in value. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've got a housing crisis, Bart. And that's what got me upset with General Assembly this year. Well, a few lawmakers, because I know taxpayer-funded lobbyists got to these people. They got to them. And, Bart, I'll be honest with you. There's a, there's a book I should have brought. I told Dr. Krause. There's a book of lobbyists, about 65 pages wide, mm -hmm. 68 maybe, five lobbies per page. And a lot of them are nice people. They're, they're, they're hired guns for their industry, just like the, the Radio Broadcast Association. I forgot who the lobbyist used to be. Um, nice. Who was the guy that used to represent? Whit Adamson. Whit, nice guy. Yeah, nice guy. And um, We were broadcasters. Yes, sir. I mean, and, you know, they, they have a purpose. <laughs> you know, there's the Chief Association, the Sheriff Association. You know, and, and but I've never had anybody come to the Capitol and says, Mike, we got to do something about the fatherless. Mike, we got to do something about juvenile crime. Mike, we got to do something about mental health. Mike, our jails are overcrowded. I, I've never had a lobbyist. Every time lobbyists come up, you know what their goal is? Is to either raise taxes or put more bureaucracy on us. Now, do we have a, a I think we have a crisis, a crisis. You can quote me on that. And I've got a piece of legislation now. It may not go nowhere, but it's about illegal immigration. No one. I, I was told not to talk about it two weeks ago, Bart. By who told you? Who, who told you? I brought you? up. Well, I'm not going to say. But they. Um, I said they were telling me they had 700 new students after school registration in August. I said, well, how many of those are undocumented immigrants? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a half immigrant myself. My mom's from Scotland. You know, she came over here legally, married my father after World War II, came over. You use that word though. Undocumented immigrants. Legally. Yeah, they came over legally. Yes, sir. And, and my heart goes out to, to, to folks that want to come, want a better way of life. We're blessed to live in this community, but this is totally unsustainable. And I've been saying this for 10, years. 10,000 a day. Is that right? Something like that. And then I said, well, how, how many of those 700 were undocumented? Oh, we can't talk about it. Bart, think about this. We, we, we as a society can't talk about a problem. Is that sticking your head in the sand? Yes. So I'm going to talk about it. No one else is talking about it. I don't see it being talked about school board. It ain't talked about the county commission. I'm going to talk about it. Now, it may make some people mad. They may call me a bigot or racist or whatever. Bring it on. I'm used to it, you know. So, and it's all, all it's done is lift me up. And, um, but we can't continue as a country to have this Chinese undocumented folks coming across <laughs> the border Going back on the media, I think a lot of this is done on purpose to divide and conquer. And the scriptures and Proverbs and Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln said that a house divided cannot stand. And we're being divided. And um, uh, I'm going to call out the truth. It's the truth. And um, that's why I'm for school choice, Bart. Uh, I'm for if a charter school can save us money, if homeschooling yeah. can save us money, if um, online hybrid course can save us money. Let's study that problem. I even called CTAS, the County Technical Assistance uh, Group, last week, and I invited them to our meeting with our delegation and um, county commission. I said, man, we got a problem. We need y'all to help, just like TASSER. That's why I leveraged TASSER, whether it was se sexual trauma, I took on that issue, probably the first one to ever talk about it. We did pass legislation on it that derived from that TASSER study. Also, reference-based pricing. We think we've uncovered $96 million, Bart, of uh, overcharge with the state health care plan, and um, no one seems to cover it. You know why? Because these people are powerful. Uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield is a powerful organization. I don't think the media covers all these checks into bankruptcy, title pond, all that bull crap that puts a boot on the neck of the poorest of the poor. The media doesn't cover it. You know why, Bart? You know why they don't cover it? Because the media is bought. Look how much advertising is on your, your media stations, Title Max, Advanced Finance. You know, that just, it, it irritates me as a Christian. Mm -hmm. And no pastor, what pastor well, is talking about this? Yeah, no one's it, talking about it. And you said, like, use the word crisis. You know, Mike, I think we have a working class out there. Uh, we have a working class out there that is just struggling. Yes. struggling just to keep their head above water in terms of paying their mortgage, paying their rent, being able to buy groceries, keeping clothes on their children, gas yeah. in the car. People that have worked hard their whole entire lives to establish uh, respectful earning careers, yeah. um, you know, purchased homes, 
um, uh, with big equity jumps that came, you also see this inflation, which is so hard. Yeah. And, and as you're seeing more and more money being drained from your, your earnings, uh, like I said to you out before this, this show, I said, what's this money being used for? And yeah, you're, and you're seeing, where is it being put and what's it being used for? And you're like, you look at other families and you're like, we're, you might be thinking to yourself, we're, we're, we're blessed to be getting by right now. Or some yeah. families might be like, we're not getting by right now, but I'm seeing my money being used to help other people get by and they're doing sick. better than we are. You know what I'm make saying? You sick. It does. I mean, it's like the half billion dollars for the stadium. I didn't vote for that. None of our delegation voted for it. Um, I didn't think it was a pro a priority. No disrespect to Governor Bill Lee and others. Um, they make good economic arguments for that. There's there's no doubt there's good arguments for it. But I think we've lost our way. I think our forefathers would be disappointed that those fifty eight thousand three hundred twenty two year olds that died that never came home. You know, we need to think about them. And if they just think if they showed back up and was like looking at America right now, they'd be like, "What the heck y'all do with our country?" It'd make them sick. And they lost their lives for freedom, and we're we're losing our freedom here. Uh, I've said it on I've said it on the radio. The First Amendment, Bart, it's under attack. What can we do about this? Keep well. One is listen. WGNS is one, and it's no you know Channel Five. I mean, I don't mean to sound like I'm bashful. Just they do some good news. There is some good. Uh, news. In fact, one of the ladies uh, had her trailer stolen. She was a barber, and I had her on the radio on my show on Sunday night. And I, uh, to, well, we've got a barber chair. I'm gonna give her, and you know, it's sad, but, but, I don't know. The the title. I don't need to get that that burr in my saddle, whatever you call it. But the title part, that stuff just makes me sick. And I've seen them try to take this black woman's car, and her sister had cancer. And I said, and the repo man was calling her. It's on video. Go to you. You want to see something funny. Go to YouTube. Type in Miss Helen, MS Helen, predatory lending. I made a video about it. Mm -hmm. And I told the dude, I said, I'm going to cost you 10 grand worth of bad press. And mm -hmm. I did. Fox 7, the Lord lined it up. Yeah. It made the Murfreesboro police look pretty good, but the guy wouldn't give her title. He's advertising it 11% interest, 11%. Well, you know how much it was? And I don't want to use profanity, Bart, but I mean, it makes you want to cuss. It was 133% interest. 133. Mm. Uh, how is that allowed? Mm. Uh, the, the General Assembly. But no one's talking about it because you know why, Bart? They're all in it together. They're all making money. They're I'll, say, making I'll money. say this, too. I'll say this. One, one thing is that um, people aren't educated on how to manage money yes. and how to how it works and how interest works and how paying credit cards late works and yeah. how people don't understand all that. We're in an instant gratification society to where yes. it's like, if credit means get it, you know what I'm saying? I might not be able to afford it, but credit means get it. And banks, banks, just like healthcare and insurance companies, they're looking out for themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think part of it, Bart, and, and how do we fix this problem is educating people at an earlier age whose parents, they might not have known how to do it. Yeah. And I think that's right. Yeah, I think you hit or, it right or, there. Or their grandparents might not have known how to do it. But let's let's start teaching these teenagers uh, and even their parents say, uh, about how to manage money and how to invest. And, and, it's, and it doesn't have to be to become a millionaire, but yeah. it can be to become financially independent so you're not having to rely on the government. Yeah. I know Habitat for Humanity has been on quite a few times, and uh, yeah. they go through a program before you are eligible yeah. to even get a home. They go through a program that shows you how to manage your life, how to manage your life, how to do a bank account. We're going to pause just a moment, and the conversation continues. Stay with us. Now more than ever, start your mornings with WGNS. Swap and shop with Bart Walker. Weekday mornings, 750 to 810 on WGNS, AM, FM, online. Ascension St. Thomas Heart is the leader in Middle Tennessee for heart care, providing the most advanced options, including heart surgery and transplants. Our nationally recognized cardiac team cares for more adult hearts than anyone in the state, from AFib to heart failure, using minimally invasive options when possible to help shorten recovery. Making Ascension St. Thomas Heart your first choice for routine heart care and cardiac emergencies. Schedule a heart screening or find a cardiologist at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Heart. 
This is a paid legal ad. You've probably heard it a million times. If you're injured, call a lawyer. And you probably haven't because you don't know how much it will cost, how long it will take, or even if you have a case. At the law offices of John Day, we provide a free initial consultation because we understand that folks don't want to pay a lawyer only to find out they don't have a case. If you think we can help, we do so on a contingency basis, which means we only get paid if you do. Seriously injured? Call me, John Day. I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I have asthma. I'm at risk, too. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Our people, that's the difference. Maples Realty and Auction. I'm Betsy Maples-Taylor with Maples Realty and Auction Company in Murfreesboro. It's a great time to book an auction. Dates are filling up fast for winter and spring auctions. The Maples team will be happy to come to your property and do a free no-obligation analysis to determine if an auction is the best option for you. More information at maplesrealtyandauction.com or call 615-896-4740. Maples Realty and Auction. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Start learning a new language today at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Make Philo your ho-ho home for the holidays. Give yourself the gift of 70-plus channels, tons of festive shows and movies, and unlimited DVR for $25 a month. Now that's a holly jolly good deal. Philo's got all the channels you love and everything you need to make the season merry and bright. Food Network is cooking up tasty competitions, AMC is delivering Christmas classics, and Hallmark is bringing you all new holiday originals. So cozy up to Philo today. Visit philo.tv to start your seven-day free trial. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV. We'll see mostly sunny skies this afternoon, a high in the mid-40s. West winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, slight chance for rain and snow mixing, cloudy low of 32. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 39. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Weekday mornings at 10. WGNS, your good neighbor station. Rutherford County's place to talk. Welcome back. The conversation continues here on WGNS. State Representatives Mike Sparks is with us this morning, along with Dr. Brian Thomas from Williamson College over in Franklin. We're discussing the basics of life, I guess, is one way to look at this. The things maybe that mom and dad didn't tell you. Uh, and, and maybe that's, uh, Brian, maybe that's one of the things that we've left off. Uh, maybe mom and dad didn't tell you because they didn't know either. That's a good point, Bart. And you know, we were talking just a bit, a bit ago, a few minutes ago, about just man, being taught how to manage money, how credit works, all the stuff that Dave Ramsey talks about, yeah. you know. And But what I said during the break to Mike was, but we're, along with that comes this, uh, the culture and these businesses and these, mar- these marketing strategies that are enticing people to have the next best thing. Yeah. And so you pair that with poor money management, uh, low low income, uh, low wages, and then this this carrot that's dangling over you to have the next best iPhone or to have the 2024 or 25 model of a vehicle or a house that's way out of your price range. Yeah. Um, those type and the list goes on, right, Mike? Uh, that those those types of things, the designer clothes, the the organic food, eating out at restaurants. The stuff that, that, 
you know, we, we look at it as, as it's pleasure type things that we have in our lives. And it's okay to enjoy those things. It's okay to go on vacations and those types of things. But there's a, there's a such thing as outside of your means. And I think so many people are outside of their means or they don't even know what their means are. Like I said earlier, credit means get it. And if we can teach, if we can teach people to the money management stuff and then pair that with, Hey, Focus more on what really matters in life instead of being a consumer of materialistic yeah. things. Focus on those relationships. Focus on uh, raising your kids and contributing to the society and community. I think if you can combine those two things together, how do you do it, Bart? I don't know. But if we could figure out a way to combine those two things, uh, I think that we would see some noticeable improvement. Yeah. Now, for a while, the Rutherford County schools were having banks in the schools. Yeah. And the kids would would have uh, accounts. Some sometimes, I guess, with real money. Sometimes yeah. with not real money. But they would learn how to do checking accounts, balance their checking account, and and not spend beyond their means. Yeah. Do we still do that? Well, you know, I would say that's really good. I like that strategy of teaching them early, letting them get some hands-on, real real life, if you will, experience with that. But is it to, to manage that money so that they can still go after those things that yeah. it's the next best game, it's the next best version of something? Um, but, I, you know, Bart, I, I would say that it makes me happy to see that some schools are picking up on that. Uh, but past that, the spending part of all of it, uh, the management of all of it, uh, and, and how you value being a consumer, how you perceive being a consumer and materialistic goods, I think Mike has a lot to do with character and, yeah. and those different traits of what matters in life. You know, uh, when, you, when, you're, when you're older and you're looking back on your life and you're reviewing it, what types of things are you going to have regrets about? What yeah. types of things are you going to wish that you would have done differently? And, you know, I don't think you're going to say, I wish I would have got that a certain car or I wish that I would have gotten that certain home. Yeah. I think you're going to say, I wish I would have spent more time with these people. I wish that I would have spent more time dedicated yeah. to this cause. Yes. Uh, those types yeah. of things. You know, I always, and there's every, any of us that's lost our parents probably think about your, your parents every day. And my mom wouldn't spend anything. I was surprised when she passed. I didn't know how much money she had in the bank. I was a little, little surprised, to be honest with you. Uh, she raised five of us. My dad, you know, they split up when I was two. I was on that free reduced lunch program back in the day. And I remember that the teacher would call your name out like, Mike, do you have your free reduced lunch check? Kind of embarrassing, you know, but, um, but my dad, you know, he was grew up in great depression, mom, you know, great depression. They were really poor in Scotland, but, um, you know, often think my dad thank god i had a father you mm -hmm. think about these young people today that oh, don't man. have a father point, a mentor hey, good point my stepdad came into my life when i was six he was a state investigator started the first walgreens he was a pharmacist and started the first walgreens in i think 55 or 56 and um uh, in tennessee first manager and um they were so tight at, at break i was saying how i remember i bought a house on weekly lane brookfield at the corner and uh, we don't live there now, but I bought that house, zero money out of pocket. You know, that's that's leverage, zero money out of pocket. And I had a used Mercedes for my wife. It was a, I had 140,000 miles. And my dad didn't speak to me for about four months. And I mean, he was just mad. And he thought, I was, like I said, he I think he thought I was trying to keep up with the Walkers and the Thomases and <laughs> others, you know, of the world. And, uh, but when he died, it took me two years to clean his house. I mean, he had stuff. He was like a hoarder, wouldn't get rid of anything. and um, But he always told me, he helped me on my first car, 69 Camaro. He bartered for it. That's probably where I learned a little bit of bartering. He said, I'm going to help you on your first car. And I had uh, I walked to the Omni Hut for $1.50 an hour at 13 or 14 to save money for that car at 15. Sometimes I got to ride major walls. But um, uh, but I sold that car, made some money, and he bought me and bought this Camaro. He said, can you make that payment, the 68 Camaro? He said, if you don't pay that $25 a week, park that car. He'd repoed it. And, um, but I knew my dad was so hard. You know, I, I peed my britches every time I went to Sam. He was, he never could let go of the military. I mean, he mm -hmm. just cussed like a, like a sailor, but he had those principles. Like if you shake a man's hand, you better stand by your word. Don't mm -hmm. go back on your word. And, um, things have changed. Never now. seen him drink. Yeah. Didn't see him smoke. So he had a lot of character, but he really, I don't want, I don't want to say my dad wasn't a Christian, but he, yeah, he really didn't, 
he, he didn't really have, no, my mom did, but, 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 you know, I don't know how we turn that around and mm -hmm. steal those values. We see such broken homes and that's what bothers me with the issues today. I don't, I don't see nobody lobbying for the widows. I don't see mm -hmm. them lobbying for them. And that's a conservative issue, yeah. by the way. It's, it's, a, it's one of those things like going back to the money management. It's, it's education, it's mentorship, you know, um, my son, I was hard on him about something a few weeks ago, and I, and someone said you need to be thankful that you got a daddy being hard Amen. on you. Yes. And uh, and I remember when I was younger, my dad would just this that this, and I just felt like he was just riding me constantly. Yeah. And now you get older, and you look back on, you're like, man, thank thank you, Lord, yes. that I had that presence in my life. And there are so many young men today, more than half, I would say, yeah. that that are that are school age children or teenagers. Or, or young young adults that are growing out up without that. Yes, now, exactly. got to remember though, Mike, you always still have your heavenly Father, right? Amen. You got your heavenly Father, and you also have men, wise men, and churches and other organizations who, if 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 you were to get to know them and get to uh, to network and, and connect, they would be willing to serve as that type yes. of mentor, even if it only meant having coffee once or twice a month with yes. that person. They can pour into you and kind of like examine what's going yeah. on in your life and give you some of those tips on how to be a good student, a good employee, a good dad, uh, and, and a good father. So, yeah. you know, it's even if it's not from directly your bi biological father, I think there are still people out there who can serve in those roles. And like I said, ultimately, we have our Heavenly Father. You know, one thing that I, uh, yeah, because my, my dad and I didn't speak for many years. He pulled a gun on me, or at least he said he had a gun. I didn't know he had a gun or not, so I didn't try to help him. They find him, found him he had a stroke a few years later, and I was always afraid it was going to happen. But but I literally had a dream that he died before he died about a week later, and I woke up sobbing, and, and I, I prayed. I just said, Lord, heal the relationship before my father passes because I didn't want to deal with that, mm -hmm. you know, that, that I didn't have closure. Mm -hmm. But the Lord lined it up. I mean, he we got a call. He had a stroke. I told my wife to call an ambulance because they got calling, and um hung out with him a little bit you know he was he'd get bitter about something 15 years ago you know that's where forgiveness comes in you know he wasn't a forgiven type guy and um sometimes but, uh, we have to get above that ourselves we do. and do the forgiving ourselves the lord the lord here's how good god is though man because i prayed about it the lord even lined up an aircraft i know you might think mike what do you mean an aircraft my sister because they called me i had i had to go to, I was at the auto auction with uh, with a friend of mine owns aircraft and um, and the hospital called, said, man, your dad's went in a coma. He ain't going to make it. So my friend come over to the hospital. He knew my sister couldn't catch a flight. She's air traffic controller down in Tampa, or she was. And uh, he said, man, I'll fly down and pick up your sister. He flew down there and picked her up. She got to see my dad. Sadly, he had already passed. But the Lord had, I mean, he he worked it out. And um, it's like my mother, when she died, man, if she had died 20 years ago, I'd be, I'd be tore up right now. But I never shed a tear. You know, because we're just. Why do you think that was? So do you think it was I, sadness that was overwhelming you? For me, no. I, she was ready to go. I mean, she I mean, was but, to go. You know, it's co so cool. I was sharing off there. You know, I passed the bill making Amazing Grace official statement. Right, right. I did that on purpose. People want to tear down statues. They want to tear down history. Well, we're going to tear down Amazing Grace. It was written by a slave ship captain. There was a method in my madness with that. Just full transparency. Written by John Newton. The, the Lord touches heart. He helped free the slaves in Great Britain. That's how me and that protester became friends. He never heard that story. He's like, is that why there's William Wolfers University? And I said, well, he said it was created by abolitionists. So we became close after that. But I'll tell you why I think I connected with that young man. I don't think his dad's in his life. My assistant, uh, Marvin, I don't think his dad's really involved in his life. Mm -hmm. These young men are going to find something. They're going to find love. If they don't find it from a father, they're going to find it in the gang. Yeah. And Tupac, if you ever listen to Tupac, the, the song Dear Mama, mm -hmm. most people don't take the time to listen. You're talking about listen. It's Tupac and his song Dear Mama spells it all out. He said, I never shed a tear over my dad because the man wasn't ever there. And he found love in a gang. You're going you're gonna to find it somewhere, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And, and we're going to be back, and there are some groups here that are working on putting – dad figures so to yes, speak we need it. with people we'll be back and continue the conversation this is mtsu president sydney mcphee you're listening to wgns your local connection to blue raider atlanta wgns am fm online
AmeriCare is a full-service termite and pest control provider. Tom Sweat with AmeriCare Services Incorporated. We also offer a variety of moisture control services to fix and repair crawl spaces and leaky basements. As part of our termite and pest control service, we also treat for bed bugs, and boy, they've sure been a problem here locally for the past several years. AmeriCare, A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Call the best of the best to get rid of your pest. 893-7111. SRM Concrete. With every new day, every sunrise, we build structures that stand the test of time. And upon their foundations are our homes, where we work, where our kids go to school. And with that comes tremendous pride. We don't just make concrete, we build relationships, trust, confidence. We're SRM Concrete. Build with us. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. We are very blessed to have volunteers, to have friends that are decorators that come in and merchandise our store and do our window displays that help with linens, that help with jewelry, that help just make the store look really nice. Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street across from the tall NHC building Murfreesboro Funeral Home and Cremation Services. What type of services they would think they would want? Staff members are caring who understand that each family is unique. We ask them the questions. Keith Stapleton, manager of the Murfreesboro Funeral Home off of South Church Street. Before we leave you, we wanted to touch on one group that is working hard to help the situation that you've been talking about, Mike, and also Brian and that is uh, a mentoring group at Greenhouse Ministries. Uh, Greenhouse has an adult program, uh, and they're showing these adults who go through the program, they're showing the, and they're adult men, by the way, uh, showing them how to be good fathers, showing them how to, to do just exactly what Brian was talking about, how to do checkbooks, how to do basic skills of life. And they put a mentor with them. You can't yes. put a, these are grown men. Yeah. Uh, they sometimes don't have dads. Yes. So they're putting a mentor with them to sort of help them through that time. Yes. So there's some people here in town who are working to resolve some of yes, these sir. issues. Yes, sir. Well, you mentioned Habitat earlier about uh, literacy for, for homeowners. Yes. Uh, uh -huh. You know, I've restored two homes. And you know where I've got all the materials from? The Habitat store. Good place I pay to do it. nickels on the dollar. Uh, you know, my latest book is called How to Do More with Less. That's a common theme I heard Dr. Sullivan talk about the school system is learning to do more with less. I think we can do more. Uh, I think the school school choice is a way that we can help relieve some of its overcrowding. But homeschooling is up on the rise. It's increased more mm, the past two years too, than ever. I'm seeing that homeschooling too. could can be a way to solve the problems. Uh, mentorships. Um, we've got some great leaders here locally. Craig Harris got a heart for people, Pettis Reed and others that I know do care about these issues. But then again, Bart, all these taxpayer-funded lobbyists that you and me pay for, I've never seen. I've never seen the solution from these these people. They need to give a report on what they're doing to earn the Rutherford County taxpayers. Mentorships, fathers should be on the table. Well, there you heard it. The rest of the story, and we do thank. Dr. Brian Thomas from Williamson College over in Franklin for joining us this morning and for State Representative Mike Sparks for joining us. Thank you, Bart. Thanks, Bart. Y'all have a great rest of the day. Much more to come right here on your Good Neighbor Station. Well, let's hear about the weather forecast. We're hearing a lot about the issues with the weather. Let's see what it's really going to be. We'll see mostly sunny skies this afternoon, a high in the mid-40s. West winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight's slight chance for rain and snow mixing, cloudy low of 32. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 39. When you turn to Turner Security, powered by TechCore, you can leave your security issues at the door. Security, access, control, cameras, and much more for your business and home. No long-term contract. We keep your business because we did a great job, not because you signed a five-year agreement. 
One call does it all for your security and technology needs. Online at turnersecurity.us. That's turnersecurity.us. Turn to Turner Security. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. It's time now to take a look at today's death notices. Mrs. Beverly Darlene Bullard, age 61 of Smyrna, passed away Saturday, December the 23rd. Beverly is survived by her husband of 22 years, Charles Bullard, daughter Carrie Harden, son Brandon Harden, grandson Dustin Harden, and his wife Jennifer, great-grandson Luca Harden, father Howard Belt, brother Leo Belt, nieces Crystal Belt, and her partner Jason, Jessica Belt and her partner Ryan, and Kimberly Belt and her partner Corey. Visitation with the family will be Thursday, December the 28th, from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. at Woodfin Chapel in Smyrna. Funeral services will be held also today, Thursday, at 1 p.m. at the chapel. These are the arrangements from Mrs. Beverly Darlene Bullard, age 61. Connie Faye Campbell, age 66, passed away December the 21st. Connie was preceded in death by her parents, Paul W. Campbell and Mary Elizabeth Gee Campbell. She is survived by brothers, Charles W. Campbell and James Ray Campbell, niece, Eliza Campbell, and special friend, Alan Gammons. Chapel service will be 11 a.m. today, Thursday, December the 28th at Jennings and Ayers with Dr. Lenny Farmer officiating. Barry will follow in Roselawn Memorial Gardens with family and friends serving as pallbearers for Connie Faye Campbell, age 66. I'm Steve Thornton. Murfreesboro Funeral Home and Cremation Services. People that come in to pre-plan their funerals and put it down in writing makes it a whole lot easier on the children at the time of their death. Keith Stapleton, manager of the Murfreesboro Funeral Home. Visit MurfreesboroFuneralHome.com. Mrs. Mary Alice Smythe Dixon, age 77 of Murfreesboro, passed away Thursday, December the 21st. She was born in Jackson, Tennessee, to the late Jack and Martha Jones Smythe. Mrs. Dixon earned her bachelor's degree from Middle Tennessee State University, where she majored in home economics with an emphasis on interior design. She is survived by her husband, James Dixon, Jr., children Elizabeth Price and her husband Adam and James Dixon and his wife Amanda and grandchildren and a host of other family members. A reception with the family will be today, Thursday, December the 28th from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. at First United Methodist Church. Funeral services will be held today also at 1 p.m. at the church. Burial will follow in Evergreen Cemetery for Mrs. Mary Alice Smythe Dixon, age 77. Donald A. Hazlitt, age 83 of Smyrna, passed away Friday, December the 22nd. A native of Shelbyville, Tennessee, he was the son of the late Jack and Janie Flippo Hazlitt. He was also preceded in death by his wife, Christine Hazlitt, and a brother, Jerry Hazlitt, survived by his nieces, Valerie Blanks of Smyrna, Julie Eidson of Eagleville, and Jessica Nesbitt of Smyrna, nephews Jacob Eidson of Murfreesboro and Jeremy Crouch of Smyrna. Cremation arrangements are under the direction of Woodfin Chapel for Donald A. Hazlitt, age 83. Penelope Woods, age 84, passed away December the 24th. 
Arrangements are in care of Roselawn Funeral Home and Memorial Gardens for Penelope Woods. This will conclude today's obituaries for WGNS Radio. I'm Steve Thornton. When a loved one passes, the family faces a number of tasks and decisions which can be overwhelming when paired with grief. For this reason, we at Woodfin Memorial Chapel encourage all to make prearrangements. Come to our Murfreesboro location to pick up a pre-planning book to help you get started. I'm Shannon Woodfin Parsons with Woodfin Funeral Chapels, Murfreesboro and Smyrna. A heart for healing. When life challenges become a torrential flood, there are local doctors, nurses, and medical technicians who help you maneuver the swift waters. Gordon Ferguson, President and CEO of St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital. Dr. Juris Shibiyama is our Heart for Healing honoree. A listener writes, I was in constant pain. A friend recommended Dr. Shibiyama. He did scans of my spine and discovered that the cushioning disc between some vertebrae had deteriorated. He fused some of the lower ones together and the pain cleared. Thank you, Dr. Shibiyama. I was once again able to enjoy walks with my family. Dr. Juris Shibiyama with TOA is our Heart for Healing recipient and receives dinner for two at the fabulous Allion Main Street Restaurant. Submit your Heart for Healing nomination to WGNS. This is Good Neighbor Events with Bart Walker. Brought to you by AmeriCare Pest Control and the law offices of John Day. I've got pests, bees buzzing, rodents running all through my house. Ants chewing wood, and look, there's a mouse. I've overrun with pests, pests, but you're gonna be sure, safe and secure. It's the last rites for those pests. Call the best of the best to get rid of your pests. 893-7111. AmeriCare Services Incorporated. Call us today. 893-7111. WGNS encourages you to shop local, especially patronize our local family businesses. Are you ready for New Year's Day? Monday, January the 1st, next week, brings the New Year's Day 5K to Barfield Crescent Park. And the deadline is 11.59 in the evening on December 31st. There is a $30 race fee. Once again, the New Year's Day 5K is at 10 o'clock Monday morning, New Year's Day, at Barfield Crescent Park. This time of the year brings grief for lost loved ones. And there are two grief support groups that could help you. One meets at 10 o'clock every Wednesday morning, at the St. Clair Street Senior Center. The other is from our friends at Woodfin Funeral Chapel. The morning walk on Thursday mornings at 9.30. That meets in the Picnic Pavilion right there at Oakland's Park, next to Oakland's Mansion. Both are free. And we thank you for listening to your good neighbor station over the past 77 years. We look forward to the new year and new opportunities to serve you.